0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discussions on Concussions podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Coombs-Renwick, and welcome back. I am so excited to finally be recording a podcast again. It has been way too long, and that's what I'm kind of going to be talking about today. So thank you all for your patience. I have unfortunately not been able to be as consistent as I've wanted to be. I've had so much content and ideas and things I've just wanted to put out there for you all, and I have loved, you know, seeing your messages, and I'm just trying to get back to all of them. So I just thought that um, to start today's podcast off, I would kind of explain where I've been, what I've been up to, and it kind of goes all together with this "get real" idea. Um, that's what I'm calling today's podcast "Get Real," because at the end of the day life happens. And when you have post-concussion syndrome or deal with any kind of chronic pain, migraine, it can be really tough to do everything that you want to do and the goals that you set out for yourself. And, you know, that just gets more and more discouraging. So I think after our Love Your Fragile Noggin campaign wrapped up, I was dealing with so many different things. I had um, a couple. Um, deaths in the family which meant also funerals to attend to which can be very draining on anyone but then with a fragile noggin it's like 10 times worse because you know you're crying you're grieving and all your symptoms flare up and that's why I've actually created a podcast that will be put out soon uh, about how to kind of navigate the grieving period when you have a fragile noggin and you know, I hope that <laughs> I, I don't have many listeners for that because it's the kind of podcast you probably need to listen to when that time comes in your life um, or, you know, you can listen to it to prepare. So, yeah, that was one thing. And then also just treatment. I was really learning to prioritize my own health. And even though I wanted to come on here and do so many things, I set out uh, a plan of like, okay, I'm pacing myself and I'm focusing on going to treatment and getting all my appointments in and what I was doing at home. And then another exciting thing is that I was doing online courses from May to August. It was just you know, online part-time college course. I started to do it because I was exploring another passion of mine that I'm hoping to make my actual full-time career now. Um, I've briefly mentioned before that I no longer h- have been able to do digital marketing, which is the career that I was in and hoping to really build myself up in and, you know, I went to university for, but unfortunately, uh, my fragile noggin did not agree. You know, it's a very demanding and screen time-focused tr- job, so... Yeah, I, uh, that's another podcast I will be releasing is when you have to do a career change or any kind of big life change because of your head. And then in August, nobody saw me in August, um, a really weird thing happened and I'm being very transparent about it because I never thought of this actually kind of like happening to someone, let alone me, but I was switched for my antidepressants um, for anti anxiety and depression, and uh, was put on a new medication that would help me with my panic attacks because, you know, I still there were still times where I would have suicidal thoughts and panic attacks and become overwhelmed, um, and just not be myself. And the medication that I was on, it was not helping, and so I was really looking forward to this new medication. Unfortunately. <laughs> Once I was put on the normal steady dose after a week of being on the lower dose, um, every single severe side effect that came with the warnings happened to me. But at first, uh, I thought, oh, it's the stomach flu, or could it be COVID? Like, what could it be? Um, No, I was negative, and nothing was popping up. I wasn't able to eat. I wasn't even able to drink water. I was in bed for actually almost four weeks by the end of this all happening. I had to cancel all my plans and I couldn't go to treatment, which that was the worst part of it all is that my head just felt like it was getting worse and worse because I wasn't able to do treatment or be active. So August was very rough. I went to, of course, doctor's appointments, confirming and figuring it out and talking to pharmacists. And I even went to the ER because it was so bad that there was one day where I was lying in bed and I felt like a vegetable and I just did not know how I was going to get up from it. So of course I had to go to the ER to get tested on a couple different things, you know, make sure I wasn't dying and get an IV put in. And, uh, You know, once they're like, okay, you're not done, you're out of there, but I think uh, one discouraging moment was even though she was an absolutely lovely person, my ER nurse rubbed me the wrong way when I was explaining, like, listen, I just have, like, a gut feeling, I know that this is just a medication reaction, like, it's nothing else, but I'm just, I, of course, need to make sure it's not anything else, but I really feel like it's this, and when I mentioned that it's, of course, an antidepressant reaction, she was just like, oh, you know, all you need to do is go on a walk each day. Just go on a walk and then you don't need that stuff. And I was just there alone because with COVID, it's not like I could have my husband with me and I was already feeling mentally just completely exhausted and put down and physically And I'm just like, um, what? And I said to her, I was like, well, actually I have a dog and I love going on walks. I go try to go on a walk with him every day. And she's like, oh, well, that's good. And I go home and I tell Matt, I'm like, yeah, apparently, actually, I don't need any medication. So according to this nurse, I just need to go on a walk. So that's our ongoing joke now is that I'm like, okay, I'm taking uh, Ollie for a walk oh, I'm cured. Um, So yeah, (laughs) that was my August in a nutshell. And I'm slowly still recovering from that of I'm, you know, back in treatment, but I have to, I can't start from where I left off. I have to slowly get back into things, slowly get active again, and still have some stomach issues. But yeah, I wanted to be honest about that because... (laughs) I I feel like you don't hear it enough of people having bad reactions, and it's nothing to be anxious about. You know, always be optimistic when there's a new medication that could help you. Um, but it's nice to know that <laughs> when there there's a list of side effects and you're experiencing all those side effects, don't feel crazy being like, okay, yeah, all of this is happening to me. When you try to advocate for, for yourself and. Seeing a doctor or someone. So, with all of this, I actually came to the point where I thought, I'm gonna stop discussions on concussions. I'm not posting as frequently as I want to. I have all these thoughts and ideas, but I'm, I'm not capable of doing it. Like, even in August, when I was lying in bed every day, I thought okay well I'm doing nothing it would be great if I could be on my computer and do some things for discussions on concussions but I didn't even have the strength or energy to do that I had nothing so at that point I remember I told Matt and I told my parents even I was like yeah um the one year anniversary is coming up and I think I'm just gonna wrap things up it I can't keep up with it and I don't want to disappoint anyone and it's been causing me a lot of anxiety because I had so many plans after our last big campaign but I wasn't able to juggle this and all the other things I was trying to do for myself and that was really hard and discouraging because this I created not as a full-time job but as a passion project I wanted to reach out to people I wanted to create awareness and when I'm not able to do all of the things that I set my mind to like I used to before my last concussion I just feel just useless. Like I feel at my all time low because before I would be able to run a podcast, work a full time job, have an extra hobby, volunteer somewhere, like you name it, I did it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm not working full time. I was just trying to juggle all these other things. I'm just really trying to focus on my treatment. Like I learned that it's one thing at a time. And again, that's why I call this get real because you might, you might need this. If you're a kind of person like me where you're driven and you love doing things and after a concussion or something, you're realizing that you can't do it all. This is me telling you like, it's okay. I have been there and I feel like I keep getting this moment where I, I reassure myself and I tell everyone on here, like, it's okay. Be real with yourself. Let's get real. Like, we need to pace ourselves. We need to prioritize our health. But then of course there'll be other moments in life where this will happen again. And I will get discouraged and I will not think of these moments where it's, it's okay because it's hard when you're used to a certain lifestyle or known for like a certain personality or drive and you can't do that. It's absolutely crushing So I'm here to say if you've ever been there, currently there, I feel you because it sucks. (laughs) And I just want this brief podcast to let you all know that I'm here and I have decided I am not going to stop discussions on concussions. It just means that I might not be as consistent as I've wanted to be. And I'd rather be here and even if it's just posting something Really valuable a couple times a month or once a month, I feel like that's better than completely walking away from this because I know that not only has it really helped me, but it seems to have helped quite a few of you. And there was a moment where I received a message from a a new follower, and it was during this time where I think like the day before I had officially decided, okay, it's wrapping up. I started emailing some of the people on my podcast wait list being like, okay, just so you know, I am ending it for the anniversary in September and, you know, let's film and record and push this your podcast out before we get there. Uh, and then the next day I received this lovely message of how this has really helped someone. And every time I receive a message like that, i can't help but just like cry tears of joy because when you record and you create something like this you don't think anyone's listening and then when you receive messages saying this is where i'm at or i've been there or you've helped me with you know trying to figure out what to do next or how to communicate this with my loved ones that's a huge thing If you were to suffer from post-concussion syndrome or chronic migraine, anything like this, and it's really hard to say to your friends and family, like, this is what I'm going through, this is why I'm not as present, honestly, I would love to be the person for you where you can just pick one of my podcasts and be like, this, this is what I'm going through, and then you don't have to be as anxious As you feel like you have to stick up for yourself. If I can be that person, I will. And receiving those messages really reminded me that this is important. And I love all of you who have listened and have messaged and also put in your own ideas and the own things that you do for your fragile noggin. I think it's so important. And so I am sticking around. (laughs) Um, Again, not so frequently, and there might be some changes because. You know, unfortunately it, it's not free, at least with what I've been using to have an ongoing podcast going. So that is that was also um, a factor <laughs> with, you know, not working full time, but then pouring money into this passion project. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, and yeah, I just, I really want to thank you all. And I just want this to be your reminder that it's okay that you can't do a thousand different things. And it's okay that if you have certain things in mind, but you can't get to them all, like a to-do list in your planner for the day, I would really beat myself up mentally if it's like, okay, I couldn't even get these three things done that I had on my to-do list for the day. But pre-concussion, I would have been able to do 10 times that amount. It's really hard. And that's why even for things like that, You just change the language and the thought process and you say, okay, it's not my to-do list. It's my list of suggestions and whatever you can get done in your list of suggestions, that's great. And what you can't see if you can put it on for the next day or the next week. So just remember to be gentle to yourself and thank you all so much for the support. I am so excited to be celebrating our one year anniversary on September 10th. And remember to rest that head of yours.